Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit Credit Card and Pets Best Pet Health Insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today we are talking about cat diet and digestion troubleshooting, and we have Dr. Chris Roth joining us to answer some of our questions. Hi, Dr. Roth. Hi there. Thank you so much for being here. So let's get right into it. Um, we want to talk about cats' diets and digestion and issues with that, but first I have a, a just a fun question. I just have to know, catnip, what is it? What is it doing to our cats? Um, can you explain that to us? Catnip is a plant. It's from the mint family. And historically, it has been, even in humans, used as a um, euphoric state inducing uh, chemical. So basically, that's what it does to our cats. It, it instills a um, sense of euphoria in the cats, and that's why they like it. So um, for the most part, um, non-toxic and um, not very many contraindications to using it. There are certain cats, if your cat is known to have seizures, probably not a good idea. If you really use it in excess, then it has been known to um, cause diarrhea in cats, but uh, for the most part, it's very safe and fun. And you would say, and it's safe for our cats to roll in and ingest, is that correct? Because uh, they certainly love to. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. okay, great. Well, on the topic of, you know, uh, also plants and, and our cats, what are plants that we shouldn't keep in the house that might be toxic to our cats? I know a lot of cat owners get really worried about this. Um, so which plants are those that we should not have around? Oh my, there are so many. Um, my best advice is to go to the uh, ASPCA website, and they have a full list with color pictures of all the plants that are toxic to cats. Um, Easter lilies, those are definitely a no-no. Um, but there are, are literally hundreds of plants, so uh, we don't have time to go into all that today, but the ASP, ASPCA uh, website, go there. It's got pictures, descriptions. You should be good. So how would I know if my cat did ingest something toxic? What would some of the signs be? So the most common sign symptom would be um, diarrhea um, and or vomiting. Um, but then, you know, as, as it gets more serious, they can have neurologic symptoms where maybe they're wobbly or unstable, um, things like that. Um, certain, you know, if, they, if they're very, they might get dull or um, non-responsive if it's, if it's a severe toxin, um, in which case, boom, right to your veterinarian. And if my cat is feeling gassy or an upset stomach, is that you know, is that it's food? What what can make a cat feel that gassy feeling? Well, anything that you really. Um, hopefully, they're, um, you know, they're, it's not their food. Um, however, if if they are constantly gassy, 
then I would try changing their, their diet. Anything they eat um, that's abnormal, not their regular diet, that their body's not used to can cause, you know, gas or bloating. So if I have a cat that is constipated, what could be some underlying causes of that? There are a couple diseases out there. The inflammatory bowel disease, um, it's related to food allergies, um, that can certainly cause constipation. There's also one of the major causes is a disease called megacolon in cats, where their um, large intestine loses its ability to contract and, and push the fecal matter through. So they get constipated. And if my cat were to, st obviously we all worry about hairballs, um, but if you have a cat that's vomiting, uh, what, what should we do? When should we be worried about whether it's just a hairball or when we should take the cat into the vet? Right. So over the past 10 to 15 years, they've made great strides in this. And, and we always used to think, oh, cats have hairballs, they vomit. Um, however, there's been um, more recent studies that suggest um, vomiting in cats can be an indicator of um, intestinal disease more than we used to think. So I would say um, you know, if your cat has an occasional vomiting once a week, once, once a month, um, and it's a hairball that comes up, then, you know, not really a big deal. But if your cat has multiple episodes of vomiting or is vomiting every day for a week or things like that, then you probably need to go see your veterinarian. What are the signs that my cat might have a food allergy and how would that be diagnosed? Food allergy can be multi-symptomatic. Um, diarrhea, vomiting, those are the two big ones. Um, they can have um, skin issues, ear issues, things like that with food allergies as well. So um, if your you know, cat is chronically having any of those symptoms, um, see the veterinarian. Um, the only way to diagnose food allergies currently is a diet trial. And so um, typically they're allergic to the protein that is in the um, food. So the beef, the chicken, the fish, something like that. And so you'll probably need to change whatever the protein is in the diet to something different. So are there any other uh, digestive issues that you've seen quite a bit in cats that we haven't covered yet in, in your many years of practicing? Anything else that has come up for you? Inflammatory bowel disease. Cats tend to get that. Um, they also have uh, intestinal neoplasia or cancer. So um, intestinal signs are kind of all the same. You'll see some vomiting, some anorexia, some diarrhea and then you know the veterinarian will, will have to do the the testing to find out if there's a more serious issue going on that makes a lot of sense and and some signs of that i would take it would be your typical not eating constipation that kind of thing correct yeah any of those gastrointestinal signs that continue on a regular basis then that's what you're going to look for here's a kind of you know, different question, uh, but it's along the lines of diet and digestion. Can my cat be a vegetarian? 
cats need um, specific vitamins, minerals, things like that, that are, that are, I mean, they're true carnivores. So they need to have that, um, those vitamins and minerals that the, that the meats provide in their diet to um, get along well. What are some of the craziest things that your clients have fed to their cats? I had one uh, cat owner that fed um, smoked oysters. And I had one fisherman that would go trout fishing just for his cat. <laughs> and he would bring a whole fish home and put it in the bowl. So is there anything we should avoid human food wise feeding our cats and not let them get a hold of? You know, cats are pretty awesome about that. Um, like I said, they're, they're kind of finicky eaters. So um, there's not a lot that necessarily that we could feed our cat that, that uh, is going to be bad for them that they'll eat. Um, again, I will say some moderation. There are certainly probably cats out there that would like too much salt. Um, so yeah, just kind of use common sense. What do I do if my cat ingests fertilizer or some sort of poison? So if you know what the poison is, call poison control, call your veterinarian and um, then, or go to your veterinarian and then they can call the poison control and, and know exactly what treatment to use for that specific toxin. Well, thank you, Dr. Chris Roth. This has been so informative. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. More episodes of Care Experts can be found at carecredit.com slash care experts. Remember, your Care Credit credit card is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. To get more information on how the Pets Best Pet Insurance can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected veterinary expenses, visit petsbest.com. Or for more information on the Care Credit credit card, go to carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information.